Welcome to the Talk with Rox podcast. I'm your host, Roxana Karimi, licensed psychotherapist. Join me as we talk about psychology, spirituality, and the human experience. I look forward to helping you expand your consciousness as you work toward healing and reconnecting with your inner voice. Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome back, and welcome to a new era where empathy, decency, and common sense prevailed, and where women belong in the White House. I'm so excited to be living in a time where we have our very first female vice president after 250 years. I mean, it took a long time, but I like to think that the ceiling has been shattered and there's no going back from this point, which Madame Vice President so graciously says right, that she won't be the last. And I think that that's, that's so beautiful and so true. We also have one of the most diverse cabinets of all time and an administration that when you look at it, it, it truly looks like America, the land that was made for you and me. And of course, this doesn't mean that the work is done, but I think it's good to, to take pause, to celebrate, and to reflect on where we are now um, and as we continue to hold this new administration up to the same standards because they do work for us and their decisions should reflect that. And I did just want to say thank you to everyone who reached out after the last episode. I'm really so grateful for your support and your kind words and to be sharing about consciousness with you with you all. It's really exciting that I get to talk about the things that interest me personally and that many of you are finding interesting too. So thank you so much. I came out last week and openly shared about my extrasensory gifts when it comes to clairsentience and claircognizance. And I had a couple questions come through about what the heck is that? So today I thought we would talk about the four clairs of intuition what they mean, how we can develop them further, and all of that. The four clairs are our intuitive senses. They're called psychic abilities or an extrasensory sense, that sixth sense, which really is more like a heightened perspective of your other senses. I worry about turning people away when using the term psychic abilities here, so I'm going to keep calling them intuitive gifts or senses because... We want you all to understand that these gifts are accessible to all of us. Each and every single person on this earth is capable of tapping into their clairs. And if they work on it and develop it and open themselves up, that's something that that you can really, really experience. When I think about intuition or the clairs, I liken it to the inner voice, right? To me, it seems imperative that you be connected strongly to your inner voice before you can start to receive downloads of messages from the universe in this way. That's one big expression of the universe and everything in it, you. So connecting to yourself will help you be in line and be in tune with that. And that is my hope for you through conscious healing and through clearing out your unconscious uh, you know, blocks and beliefs that you are able to connect with your inner voice and your highest self again. We deal with that programming from the very first second of our lives, so we do need to be actively working on uncovering these abilities within us and strengthening the ones that we already know we have. Some things you should know before we get going too deep into it. I noticed that I said I was fearful a lot in the last episode, and I feel like I want to speak on this because I don't want to give the impression that connecting with your intuition, your guides, 
or the universe is a scary thing at all. What's scary is how you might be perceived by others, you know, or, or just the unknowing. I think unknowing is always a scary thing. But some of the most recent experiences I've had with my guides or energetic visits have been beautiful and left me feeling so loved and so embraced, really. So if you're fearful, I just want you to know that in my experience, spirit also prepares you before they show up, before they reveal themselves to you or even give you a download, they will prepare you for it. Maybe it starts with angel numbers to get your attention. Maybe it's slowly in showing you your gifts and your abilities in bite-sized pieces until you feel a little bit more comfortable with it. Spirit is not here to hurt us. In fact, I think their purpose is to guide us. We all have these guides around us and they are trying to get us, trying to get our attention and to get us to tune in. I'm going to have a guest on soon to speak more about spirit guides, so I'm going to hold off on sharing too much about it. Today, I just think um, let's focus on unpacking the four clairs and how to deepen your own intuitive abilities so that you can work toward reconnecting with your intuition and your inner voice. I realized as I was, you know, sort of mapping this episode out and thinking about what I wanted to talk about that I really, really wanted to play small. I wanted to hide. I wanted to not share any personal experiences, but I'm going to because I don't want to play small. I want to share with you. I want to awaken you in, you know, to these things. And if I you know, don't give you the personal experience to connect with, then what good is that really doing? And what good is that doing me to not be authentic and to hide? I want you to to grow and to expand. And in order to do that, we have to be uncomfortable. So I'm going to get uncomfortable. Let's get into it. So there are four different Claire senses. And the first one we're going to talk about is Claire audience. This is clear hearing. So you may receive intuitive downloads of messages from the universe or your guides through an auditory signal. It may sound like someone is speaking to you in your mind. uh, And that's not like the anxious, critical voice. It's calm, neutral, not incessant. And it's not evil or telling you to do bad things or hurt people. You know, that would be more of like an auditory hallucination. And I understand it's probably really difficult to differentiate what those are but if you're hearing voices that are telling you to do harmful things that's something to speak to someone about and to really consider are there any other symptoms that are showing up that could mean it's something different this is more of a knowing and a brief little message that you just boop like heard in your mind it can be in your own voice your own thoughts or it can be something that comes through in a different auditory way. And yeah, you might feel a little bit crazy or someone else might tell you you're insane. But as long as this voice is not harmful, allow yourself to listen to it because usually our guides or you know the universe want to give us these messages for something to look out for or to be paying attention to. They're often described as being really short and clear messages. Maybe it is just one word like wait or like a name you may not know or have a connection to in your conscious awareness, at least in that moment. Write it down. Keep track. See what happens when this word is presented to you in life because it will in some way show up and it will be relevant or projected outside of you into the world. Um, You know, because these intuitive messages that we receive, they usually are to help us understand more 
or they can really help you grow and strengthen your intuition as you track them and follow these intuitive messages um, when they're coming through. One way that I experienced this Claire audience um, recently was, you know, I was writing my book and I was having a particularly down day and I kept hearing this word, this Arabic word, maktub. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right, honestly. I don't know if I had heard it before. I didn't know what it meant. So I went and I looked it up and I learned that it meant it is written. And I thought that was so interesting because I was having such a hard time. I was really doubting myself and feeling like, is this ever going to happen? And, you know, I, I did. I took that to mean that 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 was my guides of the universe letting me know, continue along this path because it is written. So I love that word maktub now. I feel it's really special to me. And I was so grateful that my guides or the universe dropped that word into my mind. It was really helpful. Then we have clairvoyance. I think we hear about this one the most when it comes to psychics and intuitive abilities, maybe just because it's so interesting to people, but this is clear seeing. It comes through in imagery or a scene unfolding in your eyes, in your mind's eye, or it can be in seeing energy or a spirit around you. You know, obviously the image being seen is different based on what the message is and, and of course, different for each person. Maybe it's a silhouette of someone or an object in your mind's eye, but that's not in the physical environment. Does that make sense? I think this one is pretty self, you know, explanatory. You're seeing an object that isn't physically there, but you can feel the energy of it. I think to me, this one still feels like the scariest one to access, um, you know, just, you know, even if you have the awareness that energy and spirit is all around you to be able to really visualize them in your physical space is a whole different thing. So I would like to work on this one, but I have some fear that I need to, to work with first. I also think it's important to note that we can interpret these messages differently than sometimes they're intended to be. I And that's that's often been my issue with psychics. It's like, you know, they can I, I, they can be aware of the message that they're sharing with you, but it is being explained through their own lens of understandings or beliefs. So it may not make sense to you or it may or maybe they interpreted the message incorrectly. When it's happening for yourself, you can make sense of it a bit more because you know what you're thinking about. You know what you're wanting to work through. And if you see imagery again, jot it down, explore it in meditation if you need further processing or to understand it deeper. And recognize that some of your senses may be stronger than the others. If you can't make sense of it now, that's okay. Your intuition grows as you become more confident, as you become more confident, and as you clear your energetic and mental space, then you can allow these messages to come through more clearly. So now we're going to move on to the two in which I feel the strongest in. And I think some of the reasons why it's been difficult to own this is because how can you explain to someone you know, you're not dealing with your, your own, you're not just dealing with your own programming and trying to decondition and retrust yourself and your experiences, but you're dealing with a society and a culture that is going to doubt you. And that's really difficult. How do you even just say to a friend that, you know, this, this person they're interested in is not going to match or that the place you want to go to, we shouldn't go to because I just have a feeling we shouldn't. I may not often have a valid reason or understandable reason to give someone. I think it's been 
helpful to have people in your life who obviously can respect that and understand that if something just doesn't feel right, then it's okay for you to speak that and inform the people around you and and really hope that they respect it. And most of the time, at least in my experience, people have, even if they feel a little bit like that's weird or that's annoying, they almost always say, okay, that's fine. I think when we think about intuition, we usually think about it as a warning, right? A warning that something bad is going to happen or I'm getting Final Destination flashbacks, that movie, right? Obviously, that was an intuitive moment for that person on the plane who experienced a clairvoyant, right? That was imagery that came through, moment of intuition, and decided, no, thank you, I'm going to get off the plane, or I want to get off the plane. And I can't remember if they did or they didn't, but the plane blew up, right? And we think that's what intuition is. And sometimes, yes, it is. It's a warning of, you know, possible danger ahead, but it's also important to listen to these messages not always because you're going to avoid some big dangerous thing, but because now you thwarted that chance off, you've also created a new path where maybe these possibilities coming at you were what you needed to actualize your highest self or get closer to the things that you're calling into your life. Okay, so on to the next, clairsentience. This is clear feeling or clear perception. Messages coming through as feelings or energies that you can sense. This is something that a lot of people who are, you know, really empathic can also feel strong in already. It's just like a more heightened awareness of that. For me, I can sense the energy of a room, even if it's empty. I can always tell if someone has been in my office or in my room without without me knowing that for sure. Even if everything is in exactly the same place, the shift is is palpable. I can also sense it, you know, through calls with people or in messaging. I can feel the energy of a place or a person. I experience times as chills running through my back, those gut feelings, the subtle changes in energy or a wave of emotion. I feel this a lot with the wind. The wind carries so much energy and it makes me really emotional. It makes me cry. I get horrible headaches and I'm also really sensitive to loud noises and crowds can be overwhelming if you have this clairsentience because you can just feel so much of what's going on. Okay. I'm going to share to you an experience about this one recently, even though it's very uncomfortable for me. I recently experienced my aunt's energy and I knew it was her because I had a clairvoyant image of her earlier in the day. And later I explained it to my mom, I think like weeks after, because I was processing it and kind of just didn't even forget. This is an aunt that I've met maybe maybe two times in my life. She's been passed for probably 20 years or more at this point. And I explained the way that her energy felt to me. And my mom was like, what? Like that, that definitely is her. That's how she likes to be known or to, to make herself known. So I thought that was really cool because I felt like I, I perceived her energy in, in the right way. I think this skill has made me a better therapist as well too because I can really take that empathy up a notch, so to speak, right? You can feel how that experience was for the client or how they're responding to it now. Maybe if there's something they're not saying or they're not ready to share and you can, you know, work better at gently challenging them as you start to notice that they're more ready for it. Then we have clear cognizance or clear knowing. 
This is like an immediate download of intuition, a knowing, a quick gut instinct that's just like an aha moment. And we're so quick to push these thoughts away or to rationalize them under some other experience, some other meaning. If you're finding yourself trying to deny what the intuition has told you in this moment, sit with it. Do some journaling, try to process it and understand why you're feeling resistance to that because we don't always want to hear or to follow what the intuition has to say. It may not always be what our conscious mind wants and that feels really difficult to to go with, right? Sometimes you feel a quick knowing and you think, actually, no, I want to be in this shitty relationship, so I'm just going to ignore that. And, you know, maybe that's worth taking pause on and just sort of exploring for yourself. People with claircognizance love to read and write. They're really creative and they have a lot of ideas. They can tell when someone is trustworthy or not right away. Um, They tend to be really good channelers. They just flow with wisdom sometimes, even surprising themselves. You know, something that I experienced with this in my family was that I would experience a a knowing like that and I would share it. And when I was a child, that would kind of be ignored. And, you know, obviously as as an adult, I can understand that you can't make decisions because your kid has a feeling or just knows, right? But that did create some shadow for me. It created a little bit of a core belief of no one listens to me because I would express something and it would be ignored and then later it would happen and I'd be like, I know, I told you. And that was frustrating. But instead, I started to just kind of allow it to build up as evidence for my intuition. So it's kind of like something that I just started tracking and helped me realize, yeah, other people might not get it, but but I tended to to be able to kind of accurately perceive these times. So now you know about the four clairs. And, you know, a couple people did message me asking, how do I connect with my intuition with my intuition? How do you do this? First and foremost, I think it's imperative that you develop a meditation practice. A meditation practice where the intention is simply to connect with yourself. Sit quietly. Write, 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 write. See yourself reflected on paper. It's different. And then do that every day or almost every day. Just get into the habit of connecting with yourself daily and open yourself to the universe. Start connecting with the universe. Ask for help. Ask for signs from your guides. Ask them to show up if you're ready. Then just keep track, you know? This is, uh, you know, one of my goals for the year is to develop my clairs and my intuitive gifts further. So I'd love to keep sharing about it with you and up and how it's going. And if you choose to do it too, then keep me updated. I'd love to hear about it. Some other tips I think that, that can be important for taking care of your energy and for clearing the energy is... You know, as I said before, sometimes this energy can be heavy or it can drain you, um, especially if spirit or the universe chooses to use you as a way to share that message. So here are some things that you can do regularly to take care of yourself. Sage your space to clear the energy out. You know, make sure you're keeping your windows open when you do that to really flush out the negative energy. Maintain boundaries around your energy. That means, you know, being able to decide and know your limits of how much you can give, how much you can focus on this without tiring yourself out, especially in the beginning. Also, have a grounding practice. Yoga, walking, something physical I think helps because, um, 
you know, you're just, you're grounding your body in that way. It doesn't have to be, you know, strenuous. It could be light stretching. And it doesn't even have to be physical at all. Just choose something that feels grounding for you. And of course, your meditation practice, journaling, sound baths, breath work, dance, trance meditation, whatever that may be for you. And don't forget to seek joy and play in your physical body and in your life. Super important. So how do I connect with my inner voice? I do a lot of the above. Um, Mostly I listen to sound healing music and I write as my meditation practice. I now almost fully, I would say, follow my intuition and as my trust in the universe and myself and life and its ability to catch me grows, then I think that becomes easier and it becomes easier to trust myself and my gifts too. I'd love to know. Do you have any clear abilities that you've noticed so far? Do you feel afraid of your intuition? Do you feel afraid of connecting? Where are you at with all of this? I'd really love to know that. I'm actually also going to link an article to the show notes of this episode that I wrote a while back when I went through my divorce because that experience really taught me to never doubt my intuition again. I also think it's a helpful read just for anyone who's ever been on the receiving end of narcissistic love and I know that when I was struggling, it really helped me a lot to read and connect with other women and people who had been in that experience. Um, I am grateful for it because it led me to my purpose, but it was also an intuition that I ignored over and over and over again. If your intuition needs you to know something, it will keep going until it gets your attention. It will give you a hit and then another and then another until it becomes a bank if you need to receive that message, you will. So start, you know, keeping track of those intuitive hits so that you can avoid the bang as much as you can. Um, anyways, I hope you've enjoyed learning about the four clairs of intuition today. And if you have any follow-up questions, then please go ahead. You can send me an email. You can send me a DM. You know that you can find me now at Talk with Rocks, R-O-X, and my website, talkwithrocks.com. I noticed, um, you know, that there's a lot of dropouts in this episode. Those are just like the difficult sound tech stuff. I am super not good with tech stuff, so I'm really sorry about that. I don't know if there's an energetic meaning to it or if it's, you know, this downpouring of rain that's happening right now, but Coda is staring at me, my little baby boy, fur child. Um, it's time for his snack, so... I better get going and I will see you next time, but our time is up for today. Thank you so much.